What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the New York Minute. I am your host, Burritson, hitting you back to back to back. Today is frightful spoiler number two. As always, the link to today's spoiler article will be in the description for you. So go check it out. Let's check out these cards together, man. Let's pull this article up. Let's check this nonsense out. What we got here? We saw some pretty banging cards last week. And let's see if we get something cool this time. Today's spoiler article is called Morgue of the Same. We're going to start right away with, oof, Morgue, the Executioner. He's eight cost, frightful team, flight range, 10-8, two health. That's some really cool old school artwork too. The Herald Ordeal, when Morgue appears, you may stun an enemy Herald of Galactus supporting character. I could see where you would want to do that. I could see instances where you just don't want to fight through. Those guys have big defense. Invisible Boy, Praetor. So being able to just take a life from them seems really strong. He's also a Herald of Galactus himself. You pay one less to recruit Galactus supporting characters. We will probably know what Galactus does and how much he costs next week. So sit tight for that. But in the meantime, this is the eight... This is the 8-cost Herald of Galactus, so now we have something on 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, which probably means we're probably looking at a massive double-digit Galactus, and even with all of these discounts on his costs, I don't see you playing him reasonably in an 8-turn game, and it's even worse when you consider the other side of that, so something that's coming down guaranteed on eight in games like that that probably just screws you over feels kind of bad executioner during the combat you pay a red if morgue is melee attacking an exhausted defender he has ferocious and strikes with triple his i like that a lot i like that a lot i like that a great deal this guy's pretty good as far as eights goes he really has to come down and deal a wound to a herald and crack Executioner. I don't care about Herald of Galactus on him. But a 10-8 with two health. And on team, he's actually not that bad. I made the joke about Mephisto and how I want to play him. But you can probably play Morg the Executioner instead. Seems good to me. Let's move on. We got Redshift. He's Fantastic Four affiliated. Very interesting that they would do that. Six cost. 7-7, seven, seven, Flight, 2 Health, Herald of Galactus. You pay one less to recruit Galactus supporting characters. I'm out. Redshift has to do a lot more than that for me to be interested. He also is Cosmic Combat Master. Enemy players can't play plot twists during combat. That's interesting. That's interesting. I would have to reread the original Combat Master keyword, but I don't imagine that it's that different from this ability. A 7-7 seven, seven Combat Master for 6 with 2 health. I like him. Not as much as Thing, but I like him a little bit better than Nova. It's interesting that they put a good guy in this box. Hmm, there has to be more to the story there, but this guy's playable. I like him. He'll see play. Uh, next up, we have the Maker. 6 cost, Frightful Team, 6-8, 2 health. I like that artwork too. That's cool. Multiversal Omnipresence. You may include up to five different equipment 
without invention in your invention pile. Ooh, only the maker can invent them. Oh man, that's so broken. That's actually troublemaking right there. Keep an eye out on the maker. Oh man. He also, oh man, that's so nuts. He also has stroke of genius. So at the start of your turn, draw a card or the maker creates an invention. Okay. Only the maker can, this keyword is something else, man. Five different equipment. That's interesting, man. I wonder if they have to follow the team rules. I wonder if they have to be generic or if they can be the same team. While the maker can invent those equipment, you can still only play them if you meet their requirements. Okay, so they can have stamps. What an interesting card. I'm going to have to do some reading, but I feel like I feel like you can get away with not just not playing the nullifier in your main deck anymore. You don't need to play that card in the main deck, especially with abilities like this and with hate being piled on in the main deck. Boomerang, right? All kinds of daze effects, Morloon, Magneto, right? In a pinch, Cosmo, opposing nullifiers, right? This guy's mega hot. I like this card a lot. His stats are good. He has two health. There's got to be something really crazy you can do with that. Okay. Last up, we have the Power Cosmic. It's a generic plot twist. During the combat, if you have a supporting character on your side in the combat with cost eight or more, stun an enemy supporting character in the combat with cost seven or less. If you have a main character on your side in the combat with level three or more, Stun an enemy main character in the combat with level 2 or less. So this is really win more, right? If you have the bigger board, you get to just hate on their side. If your main character has been popping off and leveling and is efficient in combat, you get to just stay ahead. I don't like that this doesn't do anything on the other side of that. Like, this has no text if you're just straight losing the game. But I don't feel like you play this if you can't level up fast or if you can't get to big beefy guys in the mid to late game, you'd, you'd probably play two to three of this, I'd say. Depends on the main character, definitely. I think the article was saying that this is the first look at Galactus because Galactus is like vaporizing somebody on a card. And those are all the cards in the issue. We hope you... Okay, there's a little there's a little Galactus joke there. Uh, we're probably going to see Galactus next week. I'm going to quickly run down these cards one more time from the bottom up. The Power Cosmic. It's very situational. You're, this isn't always going to do something, right? You're not always going to control a cost eight or more card or character. And you're not always going to be above your, your, main, your opposing main character in terms of level. But when this does line up, it does matter. I would play three of this in decks that can use it efficiently and probably like Darkhold to loop it and stuff. The Maker. This card's insane, man. This card is nuts. I'm going I'm going to investigate on this. I'm going to I'm going to work this out for myself. Um as far as him being on frightful team, I really enjoy not having to play Molecule Man. I've been saying that that guy is really strong, but he requires his own setup. And this guy just being in the deck, he's a 6-8, he has two health, so he's a good team attacker. You get more than one swing in with him. And if you want to block him, he's going to pay you back because you can make inventions. 
that you wouldn't otherwise be able to play. It opens up so much. I really like this card a lot. Red Shift. I'm actually really surprised that they put a Fantastic Four character in this box. And he's also a Herald. There's a lot of Heralds now. And Cosmic Combat Master. That's good. 677 Flight. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Very interesting about the, the team stamp, though. And last but not least, Morg the Executioner. He's serviceable on 8. Not my favorite 8 drop. But in order to get the max effectiveness of him, he has to come down and stun a Herald. And then Executioner, is, he'll be a 30. He'll be a 38 first striker. That's cool. I like that. All right. Those are all the previews today. We're probably going to take a look at Galactus next week. I'm your host, Bertson. This has been the New York Minute. Peace.